Welcome everyone. We are about to begin Shalom Bayis Shir number 11. Gmail account is shalombayis777 at gmail.com. Any feedback or suggestions or questions? We talked last year about hashba and about encouragement and positive influence that a husband could have for the, her, his wife and his wife for her husband. And uh, I would like to uh, bring down now from Zelik Pliskin's book on marriage and um, a wonderful um, story that he brings. Highly recommend this book. I'm going to take, I'm going to start taking from this book many of the sources and yesidas for this series of shiurim. Um, incidentally, um, it's to be known that he, he has a lot of wonderful books. And again, I'm not related to him. I never met him. I don't have stocks in his books. It's just from my just personal experience from reading them. He has an early one uh, called Gateway to Happiness. That's a general one about Tikkun Amides, and each chapter is just priceless. So anyway, so here is the story he brings, and uh, I just want to read it to you. It comes from a woman, and she writes as follows. I have been married for more than two years, and am now a totally different person than I was before I got married. I have a dreamy nature, and am easily distracted. I enjoy reflecting on the thoughts and images that come into my mind. I love to read, and this gives me much material to think about. When I was a teenager, both my father and mother would often become irritated by my nature. My father was always busy and in a rush, and he accomplished much with his dynamic personality. Often when he asked me to do something, I wouldn't hear him the first time. When he repeated his request a second time, I would only be partially conscious and not at all get the details. By the third repetition, he would become impatient and often say, don't be so dreamy. When you get married, your husband will become angry with you if he has to repeat everything he says. This prediction didn't heal my dreaminess, but it did make me apprehensive about getting married. My mother felt I took too long to accomplish tasks that she and most people could easily do in a shorter time. She often lost patience with me. Her favorite response to me was, wake up and get moving. She was right, but every time she repeated this, I felt worse about my personality. Consequently, I had mixed feelings when I was engaged. I was joyous about my chassan, but I dreaded how he would react to my dreaminess. I told him I was on the dreamy side, but he replied, that's okay with me. I'm certain you'll learn to manage just like everyone else. You seem to be very knowledgeable and capable. I did, didn't want to put myself down excessively, so I didn't keep voicing my fears about, losing, about his losing his temper at me for becoming dreamy. When we were first married, my husband needed to repeat requests to me frequently. I would apologize, but he would say, as many times I need to repeat myself, that is my task in the world. I would forget to do things that my husband asked me to do, and I was nervous about how he would react when I told him that I forgot. But he always put me at ease. Anytime you forget something that I ask you to do, it is an expression of my accepting Hashem's will to take it calmly. Whatever happens is what is meant to be. My husband always spoke to me gently and patiently. This relaxed me, and I felt totally calm taking care of our house. I was grateful to my per husband for being so accepting of my personality. I made an effort to become more efficient. When I shared this with my husband, he responded, I thank you profusely for all your efforts on my behalf. 
but don't feel any pressure to be any different than you are. His gentle way of reminding me to take care of things enabled me to become proficient in tasks I was never good at before, and now I became good at it. Slowly, my skills increased. I became attuned to my husband's pleasant voice, and as soon as he began speaking to me, I immediately paid attention to what he was saying. At the end of my first year of marriage, both my father and mother told me independently that they'd been worried about how I would run a house on my own. Both were pleasantly surprised how well I managed. I owe it all to my wonderful husband. He brought out the best in me, and I am grateful. Now, I want you all to know, when you read this story or stories like this, he bases it on real events and real situations. Um, It's not just a parable um, to bring out a point, although it does that too. And um, it's very easy when you read such a story to say, hmm, interesting story. Uh, This husband seems like he's some type of malach that came, you know, came from the sky. Uh, That's not what my husband uh, sounds like. And... um, you know, and or, or the husband will say, this is not me, you know, whatever it is. But the truth be told is that when you read such stories, especially in, in books like this, where it's based on, on reality and based on his experience of knowing what could be accomplished, when you do these things and you act in such a manner that slowly but surely will build up the self-confidence of your spouse, your husband or your wife, it's important to realize that he's talking to you as well. Yes, you. In this, uh, you know, when he writes this analogy, it seems like this husband is perfect, but that's not the point he's trying to convey. The husband has, um, you know, most likely other flaws, or even in this case, he wasn't always as patient as it sounded when he, you know, in this analogy. There were times probably where, you know, he wasn't on his best or, you know, or it, it irritated him. And that's the realism you have to have when you listen, read these stories, but that's not a reason to become cynical when you read these stories. Because truth be told, each one of us, all of us, we don't have to be rabbeim or professional mechanchim. The truth is, is that we all have an ashama and we all have that kayach of being mechanich and being mashbia. Now, you're not mechanich a spouse like you're mechanich a child. It's more mashbia. Mashbia means... Um, Rav Yaakov used to say it, mashpia comes from the word uh, shefa, or it also means like in a slant, when, when you have water, uh, let's say, on a high place, and it is a slanted plane where the water flows downward automatically. And um, in many cases, with a husband and wife, it's not a matter of, you know, instruct, instruction. Uh, you know, your, your spouse is not your, your Rebbe, um, or and your spouse is certainly not your Talmud. But it's more hashpa of, you know, acting by example, and also talking gently, and that the beha- positive behaviors that you exhibit, sooner or later, little by little, will, will, will flow, flow downward and flow through the entire home and into your spouse's, you know, personality as well. And that's another per, uh, thing that people need to know. Everyone has that kayak and everyone can learn that 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 you know that 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 um, skill. And that's why I always felt it was important that even if people are not in the chinuch field per se or not in the therapy field per se, everyone with some 
Sometimes it comes more naturally to you. Sometimes it doesn't come more naturally to you. But there is so much good data out there and so much information that is so helpful and useful. And there's so much abilities that each one of you have within you. And you probably don't even realize it right now yourselves, how you, the, the husband, has to have the ability to really, with your actions and your behaviors, to influence your wife greatly, to become, that, that she becomes the best that she can be. And with the wife as well, she could bring out the best in her husband, literally transform him over time in a positive way, in a way that it's not, doesn't mean that you're transforming, that the husband becomes something that, you know, you're, you're making him into something that he wasn't. The contrary, you are bringing out his best self that's within him, or you're bringing out her best self that's within her. And that is a special yisoid. And um, when you read these stories and these uh, good behavior stories, again, it's important not to be cynical and say it's not you. You could be flawed. And I, I mentioned many times that's okay. And you could work on those flaws. And that's okay too. And that's recommended. But never lose sight on that inner ability that you have, each of you, to um, positively influence your wife or your husband, little by little, to bring out the best that he or she can possibly be that ultimately will make your life much more richer and meaningful. Have a wonderful day.